welcome back everyone to the podcast. Today I am joined by Courtney and Morgan King. Uh, They are sisters and co-founders of Orchid, um, which is uh, a modern period care brand that they're going to tell us a lot more about here today. Um, So Courtney, Morgan, can you guys uh, give us a little intro uh, of yourself? And then, um, you know, of course, we'll we'll dive into some questions about Orchid. Yeah. Um, So I'm Courtney. I'm the older sister, but I don't always have to go first. I just, (laughs) we just kind of set an order because otherwise, you know, chaos ensues. Um, But yeah, so I'm Courtney. I'm one of the co-founders of Orchid and I'm also the head of content. Yeah, you are. Um, I'm Morgan. I'm Courtney's sister slash other co-founder of Orchid. I'm kind of in charge of the operations side slash product development. Yeah, little hats and everything, I would say, for both of us. Mm -hmm. Incredible. And so for everyone who's listening who might not be familiar with Orchid, can you give us the like short version of what Orchid is um, in a nutshell? It's hard to distill down. I feel like it's a big thing, but um, if you can give us the overview. It's like complex, but it's not. Yes, that's that's us. Um, I think to put it like as simply as possible, we're modern period care, um, and we launched in May with three in one a three in one connected period care kit called the Orchid Essentials, which includes an advanced app, an integrated OBGYN network, and a Bluetooth connected smart wallet. So just poking around your site, like everything, I was really struck by how intentional and well thought, thought through everyone, everything was. Um, and so I'd love to hear kind of where the origin of Orchid came from and how that's evolved into what now just seems like a very cohesive um, and really intentional sort of product line. Yeah, I think it started with conversation, Courtney and I talk about our period sometimes and we were just very disappointed with what's currently available out there we thought that the other apps and the other products for menstruation on the market were a bit outdated and almost borderline patronizing we thought there was this overuse of emojis and euphemisms and just kind of beating around the bush Mm -hmm. pun it's a pun. pun. Um, so yeah, we were just kind of disappointed and we were kind of not like brainstorming, but really just kind of trying to figure out what we would want in an app. So kind of starting with the app, we created this advanced app that truly is different from the others. It sets us apart for sure. The first kind of activity when approaching the app was essentially looking at what we have been given and what we were using and then writing down a list of how we wish it was better and then going through that list and checking it off and actually making the period care app that we wanted forever or well since since they've existed yeah (laughs) (laughs) but those pieces are like never selling your data not bombarding you as a user with ads, um, talking to you like you're a real person. Oh my God. It really, truly bothers me when you get those notifications and they're like, Hey babe, red days are here. 
yeah, I know what the red days are. It's my period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, along with that, it's customizable um, in like what you decide to see, what you decide to track. It's color customizable. And, and there's no preconceived notions about who you are. With Orchid, this app doesn't assume your identity. It doesn't assume your sexuality. It's really about like creating this app how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Actually seeing like a real menstruator instead of like an idea of someone on the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't totally. know. I'm really excited about the yeah. app. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I I was looking through it um, yesterday and today ahead of this call. And so I used to use a period app um, that like went out of business or something. And it was it was fine. It was okay. It was getting the job done, which was just reminding me when I was going to have when I was going to start bleeding. Um, And then I switched to this new one. And it's like, hot pink everywhere, like flowers. um, And it's very like centered around um, my fertility and like when I'm ovulating. Um, in a way that makes me feel like it wants me to have a baby more than I ever intend to have a baby. Um, and so I was, that was like one of the biggest, like, sighs of relief when I had, uh, or what I, that I had when I was looking at your app. It's that I, I didn't have to be, um, I wasn't pressured into to conceiving. It didn't feel like, which was incredible. Yeah. Other apps also like they almost make you feel bad that you like didn't have a baby this month. It's it's crazy. You tried your best, but uh, your period's here. <laughs> exactly. Another month to be disappointed by. <laughs> and so in terms of like your backgrounds, like was there, did you always know you wanted to start a company? Did you always know you wanted to, to be in the menstruation space? Like how did you two sort of, land here I think for me I would say this is truly my first job since graduating college but when I was in school I was a part of the vagina monologues which is just called the monologues now and it really introduced me into like period talk and just it's it just opened my eyes to how everyone has kind of a shared experience when it comes to menstruation they can all be a little different, but there's just such a unity behind it. And I think, yeah, years later, it's kind of pushed me to go into menstrual industry care. Yeah, uh, I guess for my own personal experience, I've had a lot of jobs. I've had a lot of weird jobs, good and bad weird. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think the through line when I like summarize and think through them is all of them are connected to some greater mission. Um, a lot of my background is in communications and performing arts and social justice. And I think those things come together in a really interesting way in ORCID. In the very beginning, it was difficult to apply because you're coming from a really different space. But when I think about Many of the things I've gotten to experience, especially in the performing arts and social justice industry, it's like, uh, it just makes sense. Especially when you think about the ORCID values, to clarify, our our values are um, inclusivity, sustainability, and innovation. That's incredible. I like that sort of in this um, not maybe obvious way, your previous experience is sort of very... um 
serendipitously uh, landed here and made it work out. Um, and it sounds like um, it's it's something you're all very passionate about and are obviously uh, working hard towards. I'd be curious to hear like what have some of the biggest hurdles you've encountered um, or had to face or work through in getting from you know the idea to to where you are now. When we first started sort of getting out into social media with ORCID and our value is set at ORCID is for women and everyone who has a period, all menstruators. Uh, we got a lot of negative pushback from people who felt like they were being erased, like definitely female erasure. And it was startling to see, especially because we're in this world and we talk about periods and it's so comfortable um, recognizing and realizing sometimes that outside of this bubble, like people have a lot of things they need to unlearn and relearn and listen to and like be patient with. Um, and that was, that was really a huge hurdle for our messaging and for communication. But we also overcame it by like retargeting our audience, like targeting a different audience. Um, we started off extremely general just to see who was interested in us. And for some reason, only men were responding. These were also only men. Um, and they were like, why are you seeing us? You don't, you're not menstruating. Um, Unless you're trying to normalize period care, mm -hmm. can you not comment mean things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen on a lot of um, just sort of general social media posts about using inclusive language, especially around menstruation, um, in the comments, it's always like people being really concerned about the definition of womanhood and feeling like um, menstruation is unique to womanhood or can or like necessary to be woman. Um, and I feel like that's that's in terms of branding, uh, like makes sense that that's that was a hurdle and you have to kind of um, sort of just double down on your your values there, it sounds like, um, and just understand, you know, we're pushing for, for something greater, you know, we're like trying to, to move the, the space in the right direction, um, but there's bound to be that pushback along the way. That's really interesting. Um, have you found that, um, as you've sort of retargeted and maybe found a different niche, you're now seeing folks who are on the other end of the spectrum being really validated and finding um, sort of appreciating the language that you're using and sort of your uh, messaging around inclusivity? Definitely. I think also as we work with more influencers, we've just been getting so much feedback that feels really good and is very helpful. Can you talk about the name Orchid and where that came from, how you came up with that? Yeah, yeah. Our, our mother named it actually. It kind of goes with the whole Orchid is such a family business essentially. So yeah, our mother named it, but it almost holds a very like inclusive meaning. Yeah, um, when we were first, so our graphic designer, Caitlin, she did this full 
like here's what ORCID could look like if we really went for it. And part of that research included, like I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's like over 25,000 species of orchids. It's, it's more, it's like two and a half times more diverse than mammals, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was just cool because it was like, oh, this really hones in on the, our inclusive values in that we're really here for all menstruators. Yeah, the history of orchids, it's fascinating to read up on. Also, in some places, they're considered to be weeds and they like actually hack them down. The anatomy of an orchid is actually quite fascinating. And if you look at our branding, that repeating pattern that we have in different places is actually a like zoomed in petal of an, an orchid. So it's just, yeah, it's like an abstract approach to the branding. You guys, you think through everything. I'm like, I like had euphoria just looking at your website. Like everything was so intentional. Everything was so well thought out and it just really struck me, um, obviously. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit more about all of the offerings. So you talked about the app, um, I know you talked a little bit about the sort of um, telehealth component um, and as well as the actual physical wallet and pedal. Um, so maybe we can take one thing at a time. I'll let you choose where you want to start um, or maybe they have to kind of be addressed as one. But um, tell us about sort of the actual line there. Yeah. So the app also connects you to a 24-7 on-demand OBGYN network. And it's really exciting because it's kind of bringing that accessibility to healthcare to the forefront. And when you purchase the Orchid Essentials, you get two free sessions. So you can get help on UTIs, yeast infections, headaches, anything you want. Anything you want. <laughs> it doesn't have to be OBGYN specific, actually. But um, it's just really exciting because you're getting the help you need exactly when you need it. There's no insurance needed as well and it costs lower than the national copay yeah very exciting yeah it was an unexpected development but a necessary development in what we were doing with the app and it's definitely a game changer and kind of redefines modern menstruation oh, that's incredible mm -hmm. how did you like do you partner with certain OBGYNs? like how did you find those practitioners how did that go yeah, we are partnering with this company called Your Doctors Online, and they do an extensive vetting of their doctors. There has to be a 90% overall satisfaction, and when they start off, there's this probationary period, and um, what else? At the end of your session with the doctor, it prompts you to rate them. And so if that rating drops below 90%, the doctor gets removed and they go through this series of like checks and balances to see like what happened. They check in with the patient, they check in with the doctor. It's pretty extensive. And I think what's, again, like when you're chatting with the doctor, you're truly talking to another person. You're not talking to a robot. There's no game of averages where... You may have this because you check these boxes of that symptom and thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's kind of cool because you're truly being cared for. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I feel like that, like, 
accessibility is just huge because sometimes you have like a random concern or a random question that I feel like, especially if you're uninsured or just a little bit nervous to go to the gynecologist for whatever reason, you might go unchecked or not have those questions answered for a number of reasons, whether it's just accessibility issues or, or anything else. And so having that sort of baked into the, the solution is just, I mean, huge. It's just huge. It's incredible. It's super cool. I like, I've used it and I panicked at like, I panicked at like 11 PM and I thought I had a UTI. And so I just like chatted with this doctor. I did not have a UTI. I was actually for the record. I was actually allergic to the tampon I was wearing. Oh. But, ugh. Um, but I got the help I needed and <laughs> figured that out. <laughs> That's, um, I'm sure it wasn't a fun experience. And if you thought it was, if it was resembling the symptoms of a UTI, sounds uncomfortable. So I'm sorry you dealt with that. Infection? I confuse those two sometimes. Doesn't matter. Either way, not fun. <laughs> A reminder to look at the ingredients in your tampons for anyone who's listening. Yeah. They matter. Yeah, totally. So tell us a little bit more about the um, the wallet and the pedal and all that jazz. Yeah. So our pedal is a blue, a little Bluetooth-connected cutie that you, <laughs> that you drop into your orchid wallet. The wallet comes in chartreuse or black. And that pedal is tracked within your app. So within your predicted period window, it sends you a reminder to have the products, have your wallet, so you never leave home without the supplies that you need. Um, But when we were thinking about the wallet, because everyone has a period bag or tiny object that holds all the period things, (laughs) um, we were trying to think about like what would what makes this worth it and what makes it like complementary to a menstruator's life. And so it's made of 93% polyethylene water-based, sorry, water. (laughs) It's made of 93% water-based polyethylene (laughs) with a zinc alloy zipper. So it actually biodegrades in the landfill in two years. There is like a part of me that really wants to like, take a video of it biodegrading. Oh, I would love to see a time lapse. And Yeah, and have yeah. it time lapse. Um, also, sometimes those videos are oddly relaxing. Um, yeah, so this bag, this wallet is designed to hold a day's supply, um, which is for tampons three, which actually shocked Morgan myself. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think we have heavy flows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it can hold tampons, pads, a cup, a disc, underwear, whatever your preference. I feel like people are very... It's also roomy. I mean, you can put your wallet in there. Um, I keep credit cards, tiny like crystals and trinkets in there too, so... Keys. I'm always ready. <laughs> I feel like that... I'm, I'm getting a little bit redundant and repetitive by saying that um, everything was so well thought through, but... There have been so many times where I either like switched my bag and so like I grabbed my wallet because I had needed my credit cards and stuff, but didn't grab my um, like little pouch, the mysterious little bag of tampon yeah. goodies and I'm out somewhere and then get my period and I'm like, 
great. It's either like sprinting to the closest pharmacy, um, using one of the not my favorite um, 25 cent public restroom, um, sanitary napkins, as I think they call them, or tampons. Um, or <laughs> I used to be so confused as a kid. I was like, a napkin. Also, why? <laughs> why are you calling it that? I never understood that. I had the same thing. I was like, why do they have tampons and then napkins? Napkins are free everywhere. Like, why would I need a special napkin in the bathroom? <laughs> never understood that. Never understood that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of exactly what Morgan and I were thinking when when we were thinking about the wallet. I used to have a little pouch that was in the shape of underwear when I was a kid. Um, not very covert, but it held everything that I needed. Um, and I don't know where it went. I, I, and that's why we made the trek. <laughs> <laughs> to find your lost pouch. Yeah, but honestly, like, so you don't ever lose anything again so that you don't have to use a product that you're uncomfortable with, that you haven't done your own personal research about their ingredients. So you're not Morgan. Yeah. Um, so you're not Morgan talking to an OBGYN at 11 PM. Well, now I'm really particular with what I put inside my body. Everyone, so everyone is. Yeah. As you should be. No, yeah. as you should be. Like, so I hate doing that panic emergency buy. It's, it, it's, it's so, um, like anxiety inducing like that oh my god I'm gonna bleed through I'm gonna ruin this pair of underwear or these pants or whatever else like I've just been there too many times you're already bleeding like you real you're like okay I'm leaking or I'm bleeding now I must go get something if I don't have it which means you are moving your body out into like the world or hopefully within a vicinity that's close but like you're putting yourself in more discomfort to get yourself comfort. Um, so the wallet is, yeah, designed to fix that. Um, mm-hmm. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you brought up leaking. And going back to the app really quick, we created this feature called SafeFlow. And it kind of deals with peace of mind and trying to limit the risk of leakage and bleeding through your product and toxic shock syndrome, mouthful, um, by basically SafeFlow is a built-in timer that reminds you to replace or remove your product. So you're not going to leak through your product because this app will remind you to remove it or replace it. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> That's so incredible because when I was younger, I used to always um, – get really, really bad anxiety that I was going to leak through. So I would change my tampon like constantly because I would like convince myself that I didn't know when I put it in and that it was already full when it definitely wasn't. And like I was running through product, which is not cheap. Like, you know, it was, it was a whole process in and of itself. And then like, of course, when I did leak, I'm like, how long has this been in me? Like, what have I done? Like, am I okay? Um, and sort of those things where even now I'm like, okay, it's 1 p.m. I'm going to remember that. And so I'm going to know when I put my tampon in. I'm going to remember to take it out. And then, like, a few hours pass. And I'm like, when did I? How long has it been? Um, exactly. Yeah. When I was a teen, I forgot I had a tampon in once. And I just, things were different. I used to write it in a school calendar. and I Did just, you? 
Yes. Be like, um, dear school calendar, I started my period today with a little dot or something weird. Um, and I, yeah, I forgot I had put one in. I tried to put another one in. I don't like to remember this time, but I just, yeah, with Safe Flow, it's one of those things. It's, it's almost a no-brainer. You like why? Why wouldn't you have a reminder for yourself if you can? Totally. One yeah. less thing to think about, right? Like exactly. I have had multiple friends who have um, put multiple tampons in without realizing. Like just Ooh, it's the worst. Which is which is wild, you know. Like it's, but like you're living your life. You're not thinking constantly about um, your period because that would not be fun to have to think about it 24 hours a day. Um, but like having, I don't know, having a little buddy on your phone to be like, Hey, it's actually time to take it out and not have it say like, Hey, miss girl, have, <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a change. I don't know. <laughs> You're in the red zone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Any other like specific features on the app that you're really excited about? Um, any other kind of um, general product pieces? You can you can share your cycle with an infinite amount of people. Yeah. Um, cool. I infinite just infinite amount of people. <laughs> yeah. No matter if it's uh, friends, roommates, or partners, like. It's not limited to one person so at any given moment you can just be like here let's all share one another's cycles and you can choose what you want to share you don't have to share like everything about yourself you can toggle on and off what you what you want to share which is really cool yeah especially in relation to trying to keep that really sensitive intimate information private um which we don't like our app doesn't sell your data but with that sharing feature, it felt important to make sure that you still had the customization to share what you felt comfortable to share. That's awesome. I can see, I feel like that's something that I, like I will often alert people in my life that I'm on my period, not for really like, that they really need to know or that there's like really any like change of what's gonna happen. But like, just sometimes I want people to know for, for whatever reason. Um, and so having that kind of built in and really, um, just sort of available and like you said have it be sharing the information that you want to share versus everything um that's really nice that's awesome yeah i'm excited to see how the sharing feature especially for younger adults and like families if like a parent is helping their child through their the beginnings of their cycle i feel like it would be really helpful i feel like you and i definitely needed that yeah, from like, we've done a few surveys and the feedback we got from parents with young kids um, were that they just, they wanted the peace of mind that their kids were being taken care of. Mm -hmm. And with the sharing settings and just the app overall, especially with SafeFlow, knowing your kid is being safe wearing a tampon or whatever their preference is, mm -hmm. that was definitely the feedback we got. Mm -hmm. I also feel like for... Um like kids whose parents are potentially still like buying the products for them. It's like good to know, oh my God, my kid got their period today. Like, let me make sure I have whatever products they're using um, available. Like tons of applications. 
again. So well. <laughs> um, maybe just a couple kind of um, final questions for you both. Um, in terms of the, the period care space in general, um, what do you think really still needs um, changing or addressing? I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit just in terms of um, the language we use around periods, but are there any other kind of things uh, you want to add to that conversation or other things that you think um, we, could, we could use some progress? I think in terms of sustainability, um, the period care industry is very wasteful. I mean, pads themselves generate so much trash and waste. And I mean, with Viv, Viv is like doing an amazing job with really focusing on sustainability and creating these products that are both safe and really eco-conscious and friendly. And I feel like at, with more companies and brands focusing on period products, that's kind of the root to go. It should be the way to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like the other major piece is period equity, menstrual equity. Oh, totally. Just access to products um, and really like axing down, axing down the, the tampon tax. Totally. Totally. I think that's, you know, we're, we're seeing um, brands out there like Orchid and like Viv that are kind of moving the industry in the right direction. But I think there's obviously still a lot of work to be done. Um, but it's exciting to me, uh, at least, to see um, young founders who are, you know, dedicated um, in this space, um, really making changes and, and making strides. Um, because at the macro level, it's moving us in the right direction. But even at the micro level, it makes me as like a consumer feel much better about, um, you know, the way I'm consuming products and things like that. You know, it's like making me feel um less ashamed of my period um which was of course you know uh something that has long been stigmatized um and everything like that so that's incredible um i guess my my final question here for you both would be like what's sort of um on the horizon for orchid anything big and exciting that you're working towards or any other kind of final thoughts you want to leave us with in terms of um, things we should be aware of and, and to look out for um, for Orchid? We are working on an Android version of the app, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And, and we're also continuing to like strengthen and develop out our current app because it's um, technically still young, like, all of the feedback that we get means that we just have a better and better app, um, which and is exciting for me. Yeah, and I think Courtney and I really value feedback. And the more people download the app and talk to us and the conversation keeps going, the better. Yeah, this is a universal conversation. And the more people that join it, the better. Um, what, is there anything else that we're particularly... Well, with the OBGYN now, we have a few more developments coming out with that. Oh, we'll have video chat available soon, as well as prescription services. So that's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that's kind of more 
general is we're trying to cultivate more of a community that can exist online and in our app in the future. Yeah, making our blogs more interactive, asking OBGYN, just really opening up a sharing, forum. Sharing like period stories. Yeah, something that makes it feel a little bit more interactive. I love that. That's awesome. And maybe final thing here, um, while we're on the subject, can you just, we'll keep it all in the description box as, as well, but um, just let everyone know where they can find you, where they can find the app, where they can, you know, explore more about ORCID, um, any kind of links or social media stuff. Yeah. So our website is orchid.com with a Y. That's where you can shop for the essentials. True. Ooh. And... For socials, we're go underscore orchid literally everywhere. Um, So you can't make a mistake. (laughs) Do spell orchid with a Y. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And our app is free for download. You can leave it today. Go to the app store. iOS. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much. I um, had such a great time kind of talking to you both and, and learning a little bit more about Orchid, um, such an incredible brand, mission, um, and, and product line. So thank you for taking the time uh, and sharing a little bit more with our, our little Viv community here. Yeah. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thanks so much. We love the podcast. We love your podcast. Riley, you're great. <laughs> so, come on again anytime. I'm always happy to <laughs>